Hi, everybody. It is Nick here yet again. Welcome to episode 222 of Scalar. So today, I normally do a short episode, but there have been people asking a lot recently about some of my deals, some of the ones I've done personally. So I thought what I'll do is I'm going to share with you today a training that I did recently, which takes people through a couple of the deals I did a while back. Certainly one of my first deals, and then one a little bit later on when I had some more experience. And to be really clear on this, I did heaps and heaps of acquisitions in the world of corporate and private equity, you know, 117 or something like that, I think it is at last count, give or take a few in there, right? But when you go into the kind of do this for yourself, it can be different, right? And I had to learn new techniques, new skills to be able to kind of almost clear my head from all the stuff that I'd learned in private equity to be more entrepreneurial as a deal maker. And that's why we talk about things like acquisition entrepreneurship, which is someone who goes out there, instead of starting a business, they buy a good profitable business to, to move into the world of entrepreneurship and then they scale it up, they grow the business, all that sort of thing. So what I'm going to take you through today is, as I said, a training that I did to my community. So the Build Your Business Empire community on Facebook. And I wanted to share this as a podcast because I think, as I said, lots of people need to hear how you do this. And also to get across that it's not as difficult as you think. All you need to have is the right process, the right people around you, the right network, uh, and obviously a determination, a desire to go out there and buy businesses to build wealth, create freedom for yourself. So I wanted to take you through that. So as I said, listen to this. It'll give you everything that you need to know from, from my perspective. If you do want to watch the video of this, as I said, I go into more detail in the video in terms of actually showing some slides with the financials of the deals I've done that sort of thing, then join the Build Your Business Empire community. As I said, that's my community, my free community on Facebook. And when you're in there, just make sure that you um, put a post up saying, you know, I want to see that video of Nick doing deals. Uh, the video that accompanies episode 222 of Scale Up with Nick Bradley. And then I'll make sure that my team get that to you. So I hope you enjoy this. As I said, there's some <laughs> interesting learnings from this. I look back a little bit. Uh, what I do now is a lot more precise, but if this is something that you're interested in learning, this video, this training will absolutely help you. Okay, everybody, let's get into it. How you can buy businesses without using your own money. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take you through the first deal that I did without using any of my own cash, none whatsoever. Then what I'm going to do is take you through how I purchased a pretty big business, actually, borrowing against the assets of the business, effectively using other people's money. And quite simply, how you can do this too. Like, let's be super clear here. What I'm going to teach you is a really, really simple, proven approach. And if you can repeat that approach, you're going to be your own boss and you are going to build significant wealth from business acquisitions. All righty, let's get into it. So what I want to get across here is that buying a business is very much like buying a house, okay? So let me take you through how that all works. So often, right, you see a house, you know, you want to buy it first time and you haven't got the cash, right? So how do you do it? Like people buy houses all the time and they haven't got the cash. They get a mortgage, okay? A mortgage is simply other people's money, right? So there's the purchase price of the house. You have a deposit, whatever that percentage is. You know, in the UK, it's around 10%. And then you borrow the rest of the money 
right, from the bank or a lender, the mortgage, and you have future payments, monthly payments that you pay for the house over time. Now, what's cool about this, right, and we all know this, is you get to live in the house, you get to, you know, have your kids grow up in there, all that sort of stuff. You get all the benefits of, of having this house, living in this house, but you don't actually own the house, okay, because you've got the finance, if you like, against the value of the house secured and you're paying it off over time. And, you know, 20 or 30 years, you may then have the house. But we don't even, we didn't question this, right? Most people, when they first get into the housing market to buy a home, that is simply how they do it. So jumping forward, it's exactly the same when you buy a business, certainly the way that I'm going to teach to do it. Okay. So you have the purchase price or the valuation of the business. You have a thing called the closing payment, and that's the amount of money that is given at the close of the deal. So, you know, once I, I buy the business from the seller, they're going to get a certain amount of money on day one. But what's interesting here is they're not going to get all the money. Okay. And I get into that and why that's important. What you are going to do is you're going to agree some future payments. And those future payments, if you like, are secured against the assets in the business. Okay. And then you're going to have something called deferred payments or seller finance. So what this simply means, don't get too confused about this for now. What it simply means is you get to own the business, right? And you get to pay for the business over time, not on day one. And you get to pay for the business from the profits of the business, right? Now, if you're anything like me, your mind would have blown here because when I first learned about this stuff, you know, a decade ago in the world of private equity, I was like, what are you kidding me? Like I can go out there and buy this thing that's worth potentially millions and not have to put hardly any of my own cash in. And that is 100% accurate. So what I want to introduce you to is a concept, a way of doing this, which is called a leveraged buyout, an LBO for short. Okay. So just to go through this, the, the business that you want to buy has an agreed price, the valuation, as we said before. Then you look at the business and say, if there's any debt in the business, so let's say there's a loan that hasn't been paid or any of that sort of stuff, well, that reduces the price, okay, straight away. Then you have the money, as I said before, that you're going to pay the seller at closing, and that is paid from the assets in the business that you're going to leverage finance against. And then you have the future payments, okay? And again, it's, like, you know, it's crazy, right? You're going to pay the future payments from the profit of the business. So none of this, right now, none of this is your own cash whatsoever, okay? So let's get into, and I'm going to take you through two deals that I've done personally, just to explain this, and then I'm going to get into the whole structure of how this works. But before we do that, I want to kind of get across that other than, you know, when you buy a house, you know, you can make money from, you know, renting it out. You can make money from doing it up and selling it, flipping as it's called. When you buy businesses in the way that I'm going through and teaching you, you can make money three ways. The first way you make money is from any surplus cash that is created from the asset financing. So if I buy a business that's got lots of assets, it could be real estate, it could be inventory, it could be plants and equipment, it could be receivables. And I go to a lender and I borrow money against those assets. Sometimes there's a surplus left over that I don't have to give to the seller. It could be 50 grand, could be hundred grand. And I have the option then of putting that money back in the business to scale it, or I can pay myself for getting the deal done. And quite often when I do a deal these days, I'll give myself 50 grand just, just because I've done the work to get the deal. Okay. So that's the first way you can make some money. Not a lot of money, but you know, 50 grand here and there is decent, right? Second way you make money. And this is how a lot of business owners make money, make income, if you like, is they take money out of the cash flow of the business on a monthly basis. Okay. That's fine. You know, it's great for income. It's not necessarily going to make you super rich in the future, 
but it is what it is. And it's kind of how most entrepreneurs and business owners, you know, um, you know, make money from what they're doing. The bit that I want to impress on you though, is the huge payday, as I say here, is when you sell the business in the future. And my view is that wealth is created from selling businesses. It's not made from running businesses. Okay. And the numbers here are just so much bigger than anything you can make from something like real estate, because when you start to compound the value of a business, right, the value of a business is based usually on the revenue or the profit. It, it can be exponential. It can be massive, massive numbers. And that's why there's been more billionaires created from private equity than any other industry. In fact, I think it's something like any industry, all industries combined, because there's just such a compounding effect of the value as you start to scale these businesses up. Okay. That's why for me, you know, acquisitions, buying businesses is such a fantastic way of building wealth and certainly building wealth quickly. So my first deal was actually done in my local cafe here in the, in the UK in England. And here's a picture of it. And I was talking to the owner, Brad, good friend of mine. And I was saying to him, you know what? I'm looking to buy businesses. I'm looking to buy businesses in this area. I just wanted to buy a small business just to have some extra sort of side hustle, passive income in, in to sort of support the work I was doing in private equity at the time. Anyway, so Brad, you know, he thought this was really interesting and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, cafes are funny places. They're like sort of hairdressers or golf courses. You know, people talk about stuff, right? And so Brad ended up talking to another one of his customers, a guy called Colin, and mentioned that um, he was talking to me about, you know, Nick's interested in buying businesses and all sort of stuff. And Colin's an older chap. He's in his 60s. And he said, you know what? I'm trying to sell my business. You know, and actually, I'd love to have a conversation with Nick. So Brad lines it up and, and this is what happened. So it's a recruitment agency was the first business I bought. And I made, in fact, I've made more than this now, but it was, it was a million pounds that I just didn't expect to make, right? It was just such a random conversation. I know now having done multiple deals that like it's conversations like this that happen all the time that open up so many opportunities, but this was the first one. So for me, it was like crazy. So let me take you through the way it works, the financials. I'm going to get a little bit technical here, but not too technical, just so you can see how this all operates. So this business was doing uh, just over £650,000 in revenue. Uh, it was spending around about 450 k a year in cost to run the business. So therefore, it was making around about £200,000 in net profit, or as we call it, the sexy name in the, in the world of finance, EBITDA, right? But don't worry about that. It's just the profit the business is making. There was also £350,000 of cash in the business. And that's quite important when I get into how we structured the deal. Okay. Now, in terms of what's that worth? What's a business like that worth? Well, when I buy a small profitable business, I'm looking to buy the business for anywhere between two to four times that EBITDA number or the net profit number, because I want to buy it quite cheap, scale it up, grow it, and then be able to sell it for more money. Now, I'm not going to get into all of that today, but I just want you to sort of get the seed of what we're trying to do here. You want to buy cheap and you want to sell high, and that's how you can build wealth fast. Okay. So this business we valued it at three times that profit, that EBITDA number. Now, this deal was done with no money down, none of my own money, right? I leveraged this 100%. It's a full leverage buyout. I'm going to take you through it. So I agreed with Colin that we would do 100% seller financing. Okay. Now that means that I'm going to pay Colin over time. Okay. Um, a certain amount of money, and that is going to be for the payment of business. So as you can see here, it was 100% seller financing over five years. So I agreed to pay him £120,000 a year. Okay, so the price is £600,000. I'm going to pay him £120,000 a year. Okay, now what's clever about this 
is I had 80K of profit per year after all the loan repayments, right? All the costs in the deal, like legal and finance and all that sort of stuff that had to be done to get the deal done was charged back to the business. So it was a business cost. I then took an additional 80K out per year as a kind of salary, like as a, as a person running the business, even though I wasn't operational in it. Therefore, I took 160 grand income per year, basically to me from the outset. Okay. Now, what's interesting here, and I'm going to kind of give this to you as a bit of a tip. The reason I could agree um, that 100% seller financing, in other words, deferred payments over five years, is that Colin wanted to take out the cash in the business. So he wanted to take out that 350000 straight away, and I could allow him a vehicle to do that. He also didn't want to be in the business anymore. He wanted to have an income coming in, that hundred and twenty grand a year, that he just didn't have to think about the business. So he could travel and, and explore things. Now, he's a little bit older, retirement age. So for him, it was more important to be able to have time than it was about money. Okay. So this was an amazing deal. And these sort of deals are out there. They're everywhere if you start looking for them. But I just want to show you how it works. Okay. So how do you find these no money down deals? Well, the first thing, as I said, you've got to put yourself out there. You've got to put yourself out there as someone who is looking to buy businesses, be it your cafe, the hairdresser, everything I said beforehand. Position yourself as someone who is in the market. Then you want to look for distressed or motivated sellers, okay? The ones that want to get out of their business fast, okay? You know, it's it's time is one of those things you can never get back, right? You can you can make money doing things, right? You can trade your time for money, but you can never get your time back. So there are a lot of people out there who are, you know, they're getting to a certain age where actually that time matters and they're prepared to do deals, which means that you can leverage like I did with with Colin because that idea of getting freedom back is more important. Okay? importantly here, do not be the person who thinks that this can't happen. Oh, it sounds too good to be true. It sounds crazy. This happens all the time. What I want you to do is I want you to go to a website called Biz Buy Sell, and I want you to go shopping. All right. It's a US-based website. You can search for businesses in your geographic area, all that sort of thing. And I also want you to search on Biz Buy Sell for seller financed. And you'll see there are heaps of businesses even listed on that site where people are actually looking, you know, quite happy to do deals where the, where the, the finance is leveraged in the way that I explained, okay? Remember this, every single day, okay, in North America, 10,000 people are retiring. Many of these people own good, profitable businesses, right? Now, here's the crazy stat. There are over 1,600 businesses closing in America each and every day. Why? Because there is no succession plan. These people who are reaching retirement age, 60 or 70, they have no one to, to give the business to, okay? So you could be buying them. Like, you know, think about it. These are good profitable businesses getting closed down. So much better to buy a good profitable business than to try and start one up yourself. Now, the larger the business, the more likely you may have to find some money to put into the deal for a closing payment. Okay, remember I explained what the closing payment is. That's the payment that the seller gets at the signing of the contract. But I'm going to show you a way that you can still do that, okay? Buy businesses that will pay you out more money without putting any of your own cash in. Okay, ready? Let's do it. Banks are designed, right, to give us money to buy businesses, right? And they're very happy to have conversations where you are raising that investment, whatever money is required to buy the business against the assets, okay? So that's what you want to be looking at here. You want to be looking for businesses that are being sold by people who are in retirement age, 
where time is more important than money. And you want to look, in, look for businesses that have got assets that you can leverage, that you can go to a financial institution like a bank, and then you can borrow against those assets and pay that loan back from the profit of the business over time. Okay. So in order to do that, you have to look at a couple of different things. I'm not going to get too technical, but the most important thing when you're looking at a business to acquire is A, the profit and loss statement, so how the business is growing, but also the balance sheet, which details the assets and liabilities as I show here. If you look at the assets of this business, you can see there's things like cash, receivable inventory. And if you look over to the right, money can be leveraged from these assets in different percentages. So here, cash, usually cash is negotiated. So like the Colin example, he'll take the cash out, he'll leave some working capital in the business. But you can leverage things like accounts receivable, where you can take 70% of the value of whatever that is on the, um, on the balance sheet, and you can get a loan for that. Same with inventory, same with fixed assets, and same with property, property at different percentages. Okay, So once you start to add up all of those assets, you can start to work out how much money you can take as a loan against those assets in the business. So let me take you into my second deal. This is a bit of a bigger deal. This was a US business. It was a 1.6 million heating, ventilation, air conditioning company, which again, I didn't use any of my own money. Now, I didn't necessarily get it all 100% sort of no money down seller finance, but I'm going to show you another way of doing this now. So this deal, it was a business that the revenue was uh, one point, just over 1.5 million. Uh, cost coming out of the business, 980K, EBITDA around about that 566 mark. And cash in the bank in this business was around 173K. Now, we, we got to a valuation of 1.6 million for this business, which is around a 2.8 times multiple again of that EBITDA, that net profit position. Now, I want to talk about rapport because one of the most important things, or let's call it the superpower in buying businesses, is the ability to build rapport. Okay, You've got to be able to connect with the seller, particularly if you want to do the deals that I'm explaining here. Now, this business was based um, in the, uh, the eastern states of, of the US, and I'm a massive Boston Celtics fan. Now, this guy, the guy I bought the business off, he was also a Boston Celtics fan, right? So we had a connection straight away. I'm an avid marathon runner. He was also an avid marathon runner, okay? Now, this is important stuff. You might think this is quite a fear, well, what does it matter? But you're building a connection. If someone's going to trust you to take over their business and you're going to pay them over time from the profits in that business, you've got to get a connection. Okay. So just think about it like that. It's not just a transaction. It's not a spreadsheet. It's about the rapport you can build. And the other thing, David was his name, is that you know he had just become a grandfather and he wanted to spend time with his, his grandson. And so again, similar to the story with Colin, David, it was really, really important for him to be able to step away from the business. So again, time was more, more invaluable to him than money, and he was patient to be paid over time. Okay. So this is what this sort of deal looked like. So we had surplus cash in the business. This was in the assets. We had receivables. And you can see all the different assets there, and you can see what we managed to leverage from those. So we, we managed to take 70% of the receivables, so about just under $200,000 in leveraged debt against those receivables. We could get half against the fixed assets because they were really good assets in this business. So there was 750K of assets. We could take half of that out. There was good inventory in the business as well. So in total, we could get a loan of just under $750,000 
against the assets of this business that we could then use to get the deal done. Okay, so this is proper leveraging off the balance sheet. So this is how we structured it, right? We looked at the asking price, as I said, you know, there it was at 1.6 million. We had a look at the leveraged assets, that's 746K. So we could pay 47% of the asking price at closing through that money that was borrowed against the assets. So the remainder was, was just over 850K, which we agreed to pay to the seller over five years. Now, I'm not going to go through all the detail. Hopefully, you're starting to see all this now. But basically, I could leverage this whole thing by just being clever with what was on the balance sheet and that really important rapport that I could build with David to be able to make sure that you know he was comfortable, that I was a safe pair of hands to take over his business. Okay. Now, this business paid me just, uh, just over, actually, um, half a million dollars last year. I spend one day a month just managing it because there's a person in there actually managing the day day to day for me, an operations manager. And you know what? I didn't know anything about the HVAC industry after, you know, before doing this deal, right? You don't have to be an expert in all these different industries. You just know how to, you just need to know how to do deals. You need to learn a process and you need to be, you know, good at those things like rapport and that stuff, right? The rest of it you can build around you when you build your team. All righty. So that is how it's done, right? As I said from the outset, you can do it repeatedly, you can build wealth, and it's a simple method. So I'm going to take you through the method that I use. Okay, I call it the acquisition entrepreneurship formula. Really simple. The first thing is you've got to really be really clear about the vision you have for this. What do you want to create? You know, how important is wealth for you? What is your life-changing number? Right. Then you've got to find out what sort of deal do you want to go for? What sort of business are you going to buy? Is it going to be one close to you? What sort of size is it? You know, is it an industry you know? How are you going to do it? So, what's the specificity of that? Right. Then you've got to go out there and find businesses. Right. You've got to analyze them. You've got to qualify them. That's step three here. And, you know, as I said before, one of the simplest ways is just go and look out on, on sites like Biz Buy Sell. Once you've done that, you want to go through the structuring, the financing, making offers, negotiation. And once you get an accepted offer, you start to analyze the business a bit more deeply, due diligence, it's called. Then you close the deal. Then you celebrate. And once you've done that, you start to drive value. You scale it up. And then you position everything for that life-changing exit. And that's how you build serious wealth. Okay. And once you know how to do this, you just rinse and repeat. You just keep on doing it. And this is what acquisition entrepreneurship is. You're not starting a business and having to put all the foundations in. You're buying a business that's already good and profitable, and you're scaling it up. You're building more value. You're building more income for yourself, more wealth. And then when you sell it, you get that, that payday, that exit for millions payday. All right? Awesome stuff. Okay? Now, as I said, it's one of those things that you have to learn. This is my process, my formula. If you're interested in learning that, then reach out, get in touch, and I can actually, you know, take you through the various programs that we do, um, where we actually teach this stuff, and we have people doing deals very successfully all of the time. Okay, so as I said, anyone can do this. Follow a simple process, source deals, qualify businesses, build that amazing level, that superhuman level of rapport with sellers. Use the proven method for leveraging financing assets. I only, I only gave you a little bit of it today, right? Hopefully, it made sense about how you do this. But once you get good at this and you understand it, you can just keep on doing it. Make your offers, buy businesses. Simple as that.
Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Scale Up with Nick Bradley. If you've enjoyed the show just as much as I've enjoyed creating it for you, then I'd really appreciate you leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And while you're there, why not subscribe to the channel so you never miss a future episode? It really helps me, it helps the show, plus it makes it easier for others to access the content that I'm producing week in and week out. And finally, if you want more information about anything that you heard in today's show, to find out how you can join our community on Facebook or to find out how you can get more help in scaling up your business and your life, click the link in the show notes now.